Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of the Snot Rocket Podcast. Joining me is our illustrious co-host, Tommy. How you doing tonight, Goldfish? Hey, man, I'm fired up. Yeah, was, uh, there's a, we my, got a lot to talk about. I'm way over here. I was listening to the Mighty Mighty Boston, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> Fucking jacked up. Let's do this. So yeah. tonight, we were able to score an exclusive interview with world championship medalist, Mo Katir. He's been in the news lately. And I worked some of our relationships that we've gained through our good friend Galen Rupp. And Mo has agreed to come on the show and he's going to clear the air about his recent suspensions for his AIU whereabouts violations. Yeah, and part of this is my fault because I've been running my fucking mouth on every page I could possibly run my mouth on through this Not Rocket page. But you have whatever. been very active. I know. It's been great. You've been, you've been drawing in fans and pissing them right off. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> So, well done. Well done. Thank you. You deserve a coaster. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to join in, Snotties, and comment on the uh, Snot Rocket Podcast Facebook page. Yeah, tell us how much please, we suck at this. Please join in. Yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and we'll introduce our beer for tonight. This is coming from Cape Charles Brewing, and this was donated to the show by our good friend, Mike. And this was actually a four-pack it has a couple of IPAs and a lager, and then there was a porter. Which, which neither of us are manly enough to drink. <laughs> so that that beer went to your wife. Yeah. Because as she says, she's got the balls to drink it. <laughs> she like, did say right. that. She yeah. did say that. Yeah. All right. So that, that's a good deal. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and crack open. This yeah. is... um. This is an Aztec Island IPA, and actually this is served locally here at one of our favorite stops, Murphy's. Shout out to Murphy's in Virginia Beach. They have this on tap, and I really like it. So thanks, it Mike. Good. Appreciate yeah, it. It is good. And I have the uh, the the Dunbilly, which is a pale ale. So this is good stuff. Yeah. And then Dune, I, Dune Billy. Oh, Dune, yeah. Dune, Dune Billy. Yeah. Okay. That is a U, isn't it? Yeah. And then I also brought over a, a new Belgian um, variety pack. Exclusive release yeah. of the Accumulation IPA, which is their hazy, and it's a seasonal release. And there's in there is the uh, what the hell was it? It's the Voodoo Ranger, which Imperial. is 9%. Imperial IPA. So if we get to the Voodoo Ranger, this show is going to take a fucking nosedive. We're going to go off the rails. <laughs> Let's oh, hope we don't get great. there. It's going to be great. <clears throat> so you have a, something to kick us off with. Yeah, so um, I, I thought I was, it was so close, man. We almost had a sponsorship. So I got a message. It was an email. And they, it said um, web-based sponsor, you know, web-based opportunity. And I was like, Yes, I'm like sponsorship. Yes, and it was a little strange because, well, it was from Pornhub, and I'm oh. like, I don't know how this is gonna work. And and when I opened it up, well, apparently it was just them telling me, like, dude, there's other websites out there uh, you could go to. I don't know if you know this, and you're killing our bandwidth. And I was like, oh Jesus, okay. Yeah, so yeah. apparently there's other websites besides, you know. So you 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 go on the Pornhub. You have to you have to pre in Virginia. You have to prove your age now. Well, I heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> allegedly, yes. Allegedly, yeah. It's a new law. Thanks, Junkin. It's uh, like you're on page four hundred and twenty-three. How bored are you? Like, oh, jeez. You're running out of categories. Yes. <laughs> That's not a category. Yeah. Sick fuck. You've searched for this category too many times. It does not exist. We're going to report you to the authorities. I don't even want to know. All right. <laughs> uh, so 
we missed it by that much. We don't have a sponsor no, yet. No. We're holding out hope. If you get an email from a Nigerian prince, I, let's I, look I'll be that. following up on that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll go ahead and start off with um, this first article, and this comes to us from Reuters and. What a moron. Yeah. For crying out loud. Uh, Kenya's Sarah Chepchirchir gets an eight-year ban for second doping violation. Yes. I think the theme of this show is going to be like (laughs) idiots, dumb people. How stupid are you? I I think as we go along, the stories that we collated here, there's a lot of dumb runners out there. So when we come up with our year-end awards, because mm-hmm. um, our year-end is what, like in June? I think we started That'll be June. the end of season one. Yeah, so, so we should do an award show, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to have to have the stupidest suspension category. And and maybe we even break it down by male and female. Could stupidest be, yeah. performance <laughs> yeah. by a female and a... I'm going to write that down because yeah, that, 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 we that, have a category. Yeah. So this woman... She gets banned for taking PEDs, right? And she serves her ban. She comes back. I mean, now she was the former Tokyo Marathon winner. Yes. And she her gets, name does sound familiar. Yeah. She gets banned, and then she goes and runs another race. Her first race back, she goes back, it was where it was um, in Thailand. Yeah, it was in Thailand. She goes and runs in Thailand. She gets tested there, gets popped again. Her first fucking race back. Yeah. Like, good God. You know? But speaking of all the uh, the websites I've been trolling, mm-hmm. I did have a nice little conversation with this one gentleman from Finland or Norway. I forget which one it is. What's the difference? Yeah, really, right? Yeah. Um, bunch of white supremacists. <laughs> Vikings. Um, they're all Vikings. But, but this guy, he spent like 11 years doing anti-doping. I didn't really question whether he did it or not i just took him at face value because the way he was talking kind of sounded like like it made sense and you know i was talking to him about it and his stance kind of is you know what because of course me i'm like everybody's dirty and he's like no that's not helping anything and this and that and you know he was also saying how with us and he kind of was including like westerners okay like we take running a little differently than somebody from like an East African country. Yeah. And we've, we, we've talked about that. Yeah. It's like it's a lot more lucrative for them. And well, I mean, they don't have as many options in, yeah. in the Western world. Yeah. So. so like we run and, and when I say we, I mean, not only you and me, but like the elite level runners too, they're running to see how much of their talent they can squeeze out of them. Mm-hmm. You know, over there, it's a means to an ends. Yes. And that's a much different way to look at it because you got these managers going up to people being like, hey, you're going to run this race and you're going to take this shit. You're going to oh, or you're going to go see our our uh, chemist at the uh, pharmacy, right. you know, like, which they know what that means. And if somebody says, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this legit. Like, OK, we're moving on to the next person. Right. And that person who passes is never going to go anywhere outside of Kenya. Mm-hmm. And they're never going to get any money, right? You know, so, so they're yeah, they're done. They're yeah, done. it's 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 a totally different world, you know. Absolutely, um, and I but, thought uh, this is interesting. And in, in from the article, the line comes uh, quote: "Last year, the AIU, which is the Athletics Integrity Unit, and the Anti-Doping Agency of Kenya said a quote medically savvy operation <laughs> was yeah. helping Kenyan athletes cover up doping offenses, which." 
I think we we have that article. Yeah, I mean, you're talking bribes, you, you know, kind of that shit because shady activity. Yeah, I mean, like bribes are gonna hard are gonna be hard to work in this country, mm-hmm. you know, because for the most part, people who are professionals have money, you know. Yeah. I mean, sure, everybody wants a little more, and you know, you want a little, you know, you want a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car instead of a hundred thousand dollar car, you know. But sure. um. I think it's a little harder to bribe people like that here than yeah. over there. I, I, at least I that's agree. my impression. No, no, I would agree. And and if you're at the professional level of running here, you've got a sponsorship. You've got, you know, yeah. you've got income that way. You've got. Yeah, like we talked about, uh, Connor Mance um, allegedly got between a hundred and one hundred fifty thousand dollars bonus for winning the U.S. trials. He's going to go to go to the Olympics and coming yeah. and come in eighteenth. Right. If he ran at the Kenyan national level, he's what thirty fifth, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Uh, and he's, he's and he's never heard of him then. Yeah. And he got eighty grand for winning the trials. Right. So. So yeah. That's, yeah, it's a nice bonus. So yeah, who who's gonna compete as far as trying to bribe? Right. Him? In terms, yeah. I mean, we're we're just a land of money here. So. It's, but, it's yeah. but I mean, but come on, your first race back. Yeah. You get popped. That's pretty bad, and and she's thirty nine, so she's. Yeah. This is this is yeah this is it for her. Yeah. Stubborn, yeah. just a typical stubborn woman. Yeah, you said that. I didn't. <laughs> You're the misogynist on the show. <laughs> so and, I think and, we're both guilty of that at this point. Yeah, man. and it came it came down to the fact that she had to back to her blood passport, which we talked about earlier on the drug episodes, uh, episodes five through nine. If you want to go back and listen to those. But we do talk about the blood passport, and there was abnormality, meaning there was a there was a um, so discrepancy in the level of her testosterone. We want to do this quick. So a yeah. biological passport is basically you have taken whatever it was five, six, seven tests. You have a baseline established. Yeah. So your testosterone levels for a man, let's say your levels are four hundred, four fifty, four forty, four sixty, and then all of a sudden you get seven fifty. That seven fifty, even though. Someone else could test in the 750 range and not pop. For someone testing in the 400s, 750 is a pop, and it's a positive test. You're, it's an abnormality for your yeah. numbers, right? Yeah, which means yep. you're doping. Yep. Yeah. And that's that's how it works. And there's a little bit more Kelvin Kiptum news. Um, yeah. It's getting I, crazy, I man. Don't know, I don't know if I this, – this article that you found is, is actually from – Kenya. It's called Smarty News. It's got a .ke extension on it. So, if my information is correct, it's written in a, yeah. from news from Kenya. Yeah. But um, I don't know how legitimate this is because they do get his age wrong in the article. But there's a there's some things that are coming out now. One of them is that um, in this article, um, someone predicted his death. Yeah. Yeah. And and I and I. And I troll on this guy's page, too. So back in early December, he basically put up a post with Kiptim's picture and Kipchoge's picture mm-hmm. saying they're, they're going to race against each yeah. other in the Olympics. And um, he basically alluded to that's if the cartels let him live. You know? <laughs> and after his death, you know, people were like, yeah. yo, this, this dude pointed this out a while ago. The post disappeared. Yes, but there is this. It, it, we'll have this in the show notes, and there's a screenshot in the article of the post. Mm-hmm. And as Tommy explained, there's a picture of the two runners, 
and right, this might never happen. Cartels on the loose. And that was from December 5th, yeah. 2023. So what did he know? Right, right. I mean, what do they know over there? That's yeah. Yet to come out from this. Well, I mean, again, we talked about the one guy who died because he fell off his balcony. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the other person who was parked in his brother's or his brother-in-law's driveway had his throat slit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Real shady stuff. Yeah, I mean, how often have we heard that happening in this country to elite elite athletes yeah, or yeah, football right, players right. or baseball players or whatever? It doesn't happen here, yeah. you know? So, I mean, it's, you know, I'm, I'm just trolling pages there and I'm taking what I'm getting and it's looking like, like a variety show. It's like so bizarre to me, you know, yeah. it's like, what the hell is going on here? And... So we talked about the last time with Kiptim how his dad said he wanted an investigation because four dudes just showed up and said, hey, where is your son? Possibly the cartel. Yeah, those guys got arrested. Oh, they did? Yeah. Um, it didn't say if they were charged with a crime, but they were arrested and brought in for questioning. And I, I didn't see much of a follow-up. Okay. And I didn't, I didn't dig any farther. But I was like, holy snap. Because at this point, I'm like... This is like as the world turns in Kenya. This it's, is really turning into a saga because there's a yet another article which alleges Kelvin Kiptum had a second wife. That's just problems, man. That's just yeah. problems. Your life is much simpler if you're fucking one person at a time. I'm just saying. <laughs> it may be fun for a while, but at some point it's going to be awkward. And it's little, go bit of, little bit of knowledge from, from Tommy Snotties. Take that on board. <laughs> Keep that... I, I should be so lucky to have those problems, huh? Oh, give me a break. <laughs> keep that, keep that, uh, keep that in your pocket for yeah. going forward in life, snotties. Yeah, you just, won't be getting a coaster for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Sage advice: just, just don't be fucking two people at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's just, but it's it really is wild how like, um, you know there there definitely are, um. People saying some really crazy stuff. Like so, I, I, I see, like Kipton's house is getting built, um, mm -hmm. and this one guy's like, "They should bulldoze it." And I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, um, I'm sorry, ma'am. I know your husband was just killed, but and the father of your children, but we're gonna bulldoze your house and make you homeless, also. Like that's a great fucking idea. Yeah. Like what? If people, yeah, your husband just like, died a week ago. Like what uh, the hell? But the the article which comes from the same. Yeah. As the other previous article, Smarty News, uh, it reads, The sudden and tragic death of world marathon record holder Calvin Kiptum has taken a startling turn as a woman known as Joy or Jayla or Jayla Online has come forward claiming to be his second wife. In a series of videos posted, she revealed a surprise gift from Kiptum, a red watch, and a large sum of cash in an envelope labeled, a gift to my lovely second wife. <laughs> I love you, mommy. Open this on the 14th. Joy. So who said romantics were dead? Oh, yeah. He yeah. had a surprise for her for Valentine's Day. And I didn't I didn't even know these celebrated Valentine's Day in Kenya. From, I didn't know Kipton was from Utah. <laughs> he's a polygamist. Man. He's gathering up sister wives. God. He looks like he's from Salt Lake City. Okay. Uh, the videos also show intimate moments between her and Kiptum with the car he tragically died in visible in the background. They they are no, those are not those that's not like a brother sister like that that seems a little close to me. So the, I, I don't know if this has any validity to it, yeah. but it doesn't look 
if, if, if he's married and has two kids, yeah. If I was the wife, I'd be like, motherfucker, I'm going to tear you apart. But yeah. I don't know. So, God, this just takes so many turns. and It does. It's crazy, what? isn't it? It's did crazy. He, did, did he come to realize that hey. I can't do this two, two wives at one time and, and oh, drove man. off the road? No, nah, I don't know. You can I'm always sorry. do it. You can always do it, man. I'm sorry. You, you can, it's like Eddie Murphy said, just keep denying, keep denying. <laughs> Wasn't me. Wasn't uh, me. Okay. So that's, we'll, as the world turns with Kelvin Kiptum, we'll follow up on our next episode. Um, this, you know what? I'm sorry. It's too bad we don't care about running in this country because this shit's great. This shit's it's so entertaining. I'm like, I foresee this being a Netflix 10-part series uh, in the future. Yeah, I mean. Whatever streaming will take yeah, it. Fuck the last dance. I want to see this shit <laughs> come out, man. And I took that personal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, this, this next article is just fantastic. And this comes from our friends at Canadian Running. Why they're not sponsoring us yet, I don't know. But. Come on, eh? We found this. And you hosers. this created, you actually took this and ran with this on Facebook. Yeah. A pineapple marathon man under scrutiny for cutting course at Sevilla Marathon. <laughs> the pineapple wearing marathoner completed the Sevilla Marathon in three hours and 21 minutes, but was called out for jumping onto the course at the halfway mark. Oh, so this, this guy has done this before. Yeah. He literally yeah. runs with a pineapple on his head. I mean, most people listening to us now probably don't know about this guy unless they looked at this article, Mm -hmm. but he's fairly popular, especially over in Europe. He's Um, from Israel. He's a 70-year-old man, and his name is Moshe Lederfein, and he has become famous for balancing a pineapple on his head during marathons. However, (laughs) this past week, in the Zurich Marathon de Sevilla which I believe is in Spain, Laterfin crossed the finish line in three hours and 21 minutes, which would have been a new Israeli Masters 70-plus age group record. It would have placed him third, too. Third? Third in oh, his age group. Third yeah. in his Wow. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine being 70, running a 321, and you come in third. Imagine being 70 and running with a fucking pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Somehow... By the time I hit 70, I don't think anybody would be shocked if I'm going around town with a fucking pineapple on my head. I don't think that would be out of the realm of possibility, to be fair. What? To be fair. <laughs> oh. oh, there goes Tommy. Yeah, he's still got that yeah, pineapple. guy. Yeah. Oh. Later, it came out that he only ran the second half of the race, starting at the 25K mark, which is actually a little bit over half for a marathon. Yeah. The race did not disqualify his result, but took him off the leaderboard for the age group prize purposes, and he would have finished. I guess it would have finished second in this age group. Um, so yeah, this guy has done this before. He's run with a pineapple on yeah. his head, but he's his other finishes were much like I think someone said that he had run like a four hour and twenty minute before, probably like somewhere like London or Berlin or something. Um. So I, I went and posted this story yes, on the did. Marathon Investigation page. Boy, am I glad I did that. <laughs> well, well, Derek and I are buddies now, apparently. You are. Yeah, and I, I, I think we could have him on. I, I, would, I, I would love to have yeah. him on. 
I mean, I don't, I don't know why I don't have a cell phone number. Derek just, is the head of the Marathon Investigation yeah. page. And some of the comments were outstanding. Like, one guy was like, well, I guess he just couldn't swing it. <laughs> I was like, oh, well played, well played. Someone he said, was... running with a pineapple on his head, I'm crushed. And then he posted a picture of a crushed pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> he must be on the dole. Uh, <laughs> such good Your, Yours was the best. No, you, well, yours is pretty. Mine was obscure. Yours is pretty good, though, too. Who runs with a pineapple out by the sea? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, I did the uh, Chiquita Banana Woman. You said, yeah. yeah. What did you say somewhere? She's rolling oh, over in a grave. Car- yeah, and and she's she died in like nineteen like sixty five or something like that. Yeah. nineteen fifty five. I used a reference from like four hundred years. ago. I don't think a lot of people got there. Like, yeah, who's he talking no, about? Yeah. So, uh, he says, "No, this is and he, and he's totally serious. Like his his thing, he says, quote, fruit is one of the most important foods for people, and I want to bring that good to everyone.' Leader Fine indicated in an interview with Time News. The objective is to raise awareness about the health benefits of eating fruit and the importance of caring for the environment. Yeah, come on. How are we doing that by having a pineapple in your fucking head?" And there's some people that am, even am, said, "Am I missing something yeah. here? I'm not, or I am. What, what am? what am I missing with that? I, 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 I don't get it either. Okay. Like right. you could wear a singlet that says that. You don't need to do something like. That. I mean, obviously you want to you want to bring attention to yourself, and you want to create a spectacle. I, I, I get that, but why a pineapple? So uh, if I run with like a tall boy in my shorts, am I? Anyway, never mind. I don't know where you're Maybe going. Maybe Pornhub is going to come back around and sponsor <laughs> us. Who knows? <laughs> But why, why not grapes? Why, why, why not some other fruit? Smuggling peanuts. <laughs> so yeah, some people some people even commented that he he does run with it, and there was a video that someone posted of it. It it, it does look like it's attached somehow, like it's glued to his head. I showed this to Kelly, and she's like, "There's no way. There's no way. He has to have that attached somehow, well, because your vertical oscillation alone will not. His head doesn't look flat." Maybe it's, maybe it's taped. I don't know, but I mean, he's not. So his three twenty one is really more for a half marathon. Yeah. So yeah, so, almost but, seven but hour he, marathon. That's like about as fast as that pedophile Jared from Subway ran, right? Yeah. Yes. He has. He didn't have a pineapple. But I guess at some point he would have had to go across the start line and then enter the course at the halfway point. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what's going on with that. It's just, but it was an entertaining story. But that marathon. Had some fast ass times. Yeah. Um, so if you want to go back to the trials a bit, the guy who came in third um, for this marathon. No, for the U.S. trials. Oh, okay. Lenny. Lenny Career. Yes. Career. Yeah. So he, as as we talked about, he needs to get um, a spot because of the world ranking, right? Yes. So there's twelve spots left in the Olympic marathon. This is interesting shit to me. There's twelve spots left. And there is one spot that could potentially open up with the U.S. because of the ranking. Mm-hmm. The ironic thing is it's not his ranking. It's okay. Zach. Zach's ranking. Ah. Yeah. And I think I would like to see. I mean, as much as I like Lenny Career, Zach put his heart out there. You got to think. I just thought that was because I'm looking at it and I'm. And you can go to the World Athletics page, and you can click on the rankings. So mm-hmm. you click on the rankings, you click on marathon, and then there's a part where you can put like 
uh, like you, it says you could have like a list of every person in every country or only the top three of a country. And obviously, if you click on the top three, it gives you more of what the Olympics are, are looking for. Okay. And in like 68th place, there's Zach in 68th. Okay. So if that spot unlocks, it's not going to be because of Lenny. Leonard, sorry. Lenny's kind of a... Whatever. I mean, I mean, like, what are you, drinking buddies with him? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I thought that was interesting as hell, but this this marathon, the Zurich uh, one, it opened... It Five people got a qualifying time for the Olympics that didn't have it before. Okay. So, and again, there's 12 spots left. Um... It's it might get tight. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. But I don't know how many marathons are left before the. Yeah. Well, uh, so the cutoff is obviously in May, I guess. Okay. Because that's because everybody's saying like this has to happen in May. We'll find yeah. out in May. Yeah. That yeah, must I, be yeah. where the cutoff is for getting an Olympic standard time. Okay. Uh, I don't know how many marathons. Are gonna have the competition to do that's, that. That's what I was thinking. You know, so it's twelve. What type, what type still, of talent level? Twelve. I mean, oh shit! You're kind of walking in back to that one, aren't you? Yeah. 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 So. But damn, that was interesting. I was like, when I saw that, I'm like, fucking sacks. I like that guy even more now. Yeah. I would. I would definitely cheer for him. I mean, I was cheering for him in the trials. He went balls out. Went for it. He did. Yeah. So he did. Maybe some more experience. You running for your country. Maybe they'd finish in the top ten, <laughs> which would I be think, a victory. I think a women's gonna, uh, one of the women are going to finish in the top ten. I think so. Yeah. I think with that, I think they have a better chance for guys sure. Guys ain't doing shit. All ain't right. Doing so yeah, anyway. he, his actually um, Moshe, his time beat Uncle Chen. So yeah, it's better. So fruit is better for you, snotties. It's better than smoking and running. So just another piece of sage advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should have categories for smoke. Uncle Chen's gonna run with a pack of Marlboros on his head yeah. next time. We got we got unfiltered. We got clove cigarettes. We should have just like a whole category. Yeah. Camel non-filtered. Yeah. Do they even make non-filtered cigarettes anymore? I have no idea. I don't know shit about cigarettes. <laughs> what would be more atrocious and more egregious if he ran with a pineapple pizza? That would be completely <laughs> polarizing. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. All right. Uh, so we've come to the point in the. Uh, episode where we're going to go ahead and bring in uh, Mo Katir. Uh, we will, he will be joining us via Zoom, so I'm going to go ahead and we're going to see, we're going to go ahead and see if he's here. Gonna so, click. Okay, there. But you said, yeah, I, I know you sent the link because I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, wait, here we go. No? All right. No, wait, hold on. Wait. Mo? Hello? Hey, Mo? Tommy, I don't, I don't what? think there's anybody there. Fuck, he's not, why is he not here? He this didn't is show the third up. fucking time he hasn't shown up. <laughs> this is bullshit. Oh. Um, damn it. Uh, we, we Maybe there's some sort of miscommunication. Uh, yeah. But maybe he didn't get our text. Yeah, It looks like we don't know where his whereabouts. He didn't show up oh, to the interview. Man. So Prick. Damn it. Okay. Um, Moving on. Yeah, we're going to have to just, on. Yeah, on. just shuffle yeah. things around here. But why Why we were going to have Mo Katir on, let's let's talk about why. Um, oh, can I sum it up in two words? Yeah. He's dirty. But <laughs> he's not dirty per se. He wasn't caught with 
you know, a bad sample, but he's dirty by suspicion, right? Okay. What makes somebody dirty? Who determines that? Or what or what determines if somebody's dirty? Well, normally we say if they pop positive for a test, right? Right. Who who does the test? The WADA. Okay. The and Athletics Integrity Union. And there are examples of somebody popping for a banned substance and they get a therapeutic therapeutic exemption and they're not dirty, right? Okay. So WADA determines if you're dirty or not. Okay. WADA says three missed tests and you're dirty. Okay. There we go. So, which leads into the article. This yeah. is from the AP. World medalist runner Mo Katir banned for two years for breaking anti-doping rules. So Mo Katir is a, I believe he's a Moroccan-born living in Spain. And he is a 5,000-meter specialist. Uh, he's won some world championship medals. But admitted to breaking so he finally admitted to breaking anti-doping rules and was banned for two years on friday this would have been uh last week removing the middle distance runner from the paris olympics track and fields athletics integrity unit detailed katir's three breaches last year of the whereabouts rule so again if you remember earlier in our drug episodes we talked about elite level athletes have to Basically, be available at all times well, to this unit, so that they. It's can be not tested. at all all times. They have they have they give them an hour every day. And say I'm going to be here right every day for this hour. It's not necessarily the whole day, it's but just, they have to report where they are and where they where they go for that hour. Yes. Yeah. So if your hour is six o'clock in the morning to seven o'clock in the morning, if you are somewhere else, you have to you know. Tell them what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 not like he. I mean, and really, like if you go on vacation, you just say, "Hey, I'm in the Bahamas for this week," mm-hmm. right? And but basically, you have to let them know where you are most of the time, right? Right. Yeah. And that's 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 we and we talked about that too. Like, mm-hmm. is that just the price that you pay for being that level of an athlete? Yeah. Um, Sidious Magazine actually breaks down the three violations pretty well, and I'll kind of go through them. Katir was provisionally suspended on February 7th. He accepted the ban on February 13th. But what were his violations? I think, and we did talk about a little bit about this on a run this weekend, which one was probably the most egregious. But the first one I find is just funny. Um, yeah, yes, it's Katir had a failing had a filing failure on February 28th of 2023, so about a year ago. He was in Lisbon when a doping control officer went to test him. Katir said he got a last-minute call from his fiance because she was not feeling well. The flight confirmation showed that his travel was booked two days before he went. So it wasn't as last minute as he thought. He's, He's like, like, oh, I gotta go. My girl's sick. Yo, I gotta go. He's and, Nostradamus, man. He can predict this shit. You know, like he's just yeah. And then yeah. so when he was basically held to you know to produce some documents, what he what he produced was that he had booked the flight two two days prior, so it wasn't a last minute thing. Yeah, and, and why do you give them like okay, 
I, I left on Tuesday. Why are you giving them a document that says you booked this on Sunday? Well, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're well, just I guess at that yourself. point you don't you don't have a choice and you're keeping your fingers crossed. I don't right. know. Because yeah, maybe if you if maybe that would have just been his suspension right there. So I guess you get three strikes, you're out. So he's like, Oh yeah, okay. That's one. But then his second missed test, um, this one's even I I don't even know if this is Worse, uh, he missed a test filing failure on April 3rd, which was after the February. He was in France training when a doping control officer went to test him. Katir claimed that he tried to update his whereabouts on something called Adams, which is a like a, a, an app yeah, that, yeah. that they use yeah, with the report yeah. where they are. Yeah. Right. Um, and he said it wasn't working. So if it's not working, hopefully I can explain this correctly. Athletes, if it's not working, they can email the AIU if there's technical issues with the app. But where he went wrong was he was emailing the app (laughs) and and, and reporting his whereabouts or his... This is is just... I mean, I was listening to Des talk about this. Oh, okay. And it was great because Kara was like... And what I liked about this is the two of them know the deal. They do, you know, and they, you know, they speak about some of their instances where they've had these situations. So it, it, it seemed to me like Kara was asking Des questions that Kara knew the answer to. Mm-hmm. And she was like, so Des, what do you have to do to update your whereabouts? She's like, yeah, I have to change it on the app. She's like, and how long do you have before your time? He's like about a minute before my time. <laughs> it's like, it, and you have up to the minute, yeah. And then Carol was like, "Yeah, you know what you have to do to explain your whereabouts when you miss something? You have to send a text message. That's, <laughs> That's all you got to do. Have to do like it's- so this guy, yeah. Um, and I mean that's like you having. I, I I don't I don't know how to kind of draw a correlation here, but it's like. Your mom and dad in it. You know, you're like, well, I, I told this person, but you're not supposed to tell that person. You need to tell this person. Like having two, you know, two supervisors that, you know, you're going to be late, but you tell the other one, but you don't tell the one you're supposed to be reporting to, right? I don't, I don't know if that makes any yeah, sense. But it, it's just... He, he clearly know. Like, yeah, he, you know. and I have to think. Now, granted, there are, like, in every step of life, there are people who are really smart and people who aren't so smart. And I'm not saying this guy's an idiot, but you miss a third test, you're yeah. kind of a fucking idiot. All right. You know, but See, some th- things are easier for people to understand than others. I get that. I get that. But when this is your job, this is your livelihood, you better figure out. And if you can't figure it out, you better have somebody in your corner who can yeah. figure this out. You have handlers. You have, you have a manager. He's got a manager. You've got yeah. an agent. He's got, yeah. Yeah. You, you've got someone that's going to help you with that. Which is probably the people who are giving him the excuses for missing the test, which is why they sound so fucking ridiculous. Or you have a relative, like mm. your father, which is coming up next. Which leads to the third yeah. violation, uh, his third missed test. Katir had missed a test filing failure October, so we did February, we got April. They wanted to test him again in October. He was training during his 60-minute time slot and was about 30 minutes from home when a doping control officer went to his home and his father answered the door. His father tried to reach him by phone, but Katir didn't respond or return during the one-hour time slot. 
Katir claimed that he had a different a different time slot. He changed it for the day after the DCO, the drug control, doping control officer, attempted to test him. Yeah, this. So sounds... he goes to his dad. <laughs> right. I mean this. This sounds like if bullshit were votes, he'd be elected king. <laughs> I mean, oh my god. So like, he's going to be a heavily favored nominee for stupidest performance yeah, by a man. Yeah, gotta, it's up there. Say. It's up there. But, like, it's an hour out of your day. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're going to get tapped upon a half a dozen times in, in a year. Maybe. Yeah, it seems like they, they test you. This is how much times. your life is interfered with being an elite-level silver world medalist. You have to... Six times a year, have an hour where you're available to somebody. Right. Uh, yeah. So that's not a big deal. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> give me a fucking break. God. So yeah, he he will not be in Paris this summer. Yep. Um, probably had a good chance to compete at the five thousand or the fifteen hundred. He also dropped his his five thousand meter time from. Th- 13 minutes and 50 seconds to 12 minutes and 50 seconds. And that was that was within like a year, right? I think it was I, – I, I thought it was a year. Well, I – someone had said who – I would, again, I was trolling a page and one of the pages the guy said it happened within a year. And mm. like an idiot, I took them That's for word. their word and mm. I should have done a little research on it. But it was more like three years. But even still, at that level, um, it's hard to drop a minute. Yes. It's it's almost impossible. Like I have done some like I've looked at the mile and I looked at people in high school and in the pros how much time their 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 mile time drops mm-hmm. from when they're in high school to and it's like 8 or 9 seconds. Yes. Which is not I mean we're talking like um uh, Alan Webb, mm-hmm. we're 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 talking elite level high school runners drop their mile times by at most eight or nine seconds. Right. So you do the equivalent to a five thousand meter, and how do you go at twenty years of age and in two or three years dropping a minute? Yeah, that an entire minute. And you're talking about that distance. This yeah, is that doesn't sound right. And yeah. this is not this is not a 35, 40 year old guy that's got a mortgage and two kids. And stops drinking beer for a year. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. I can see. This yeah, is you're yeah. already at an elite level. Right, right. And you drop an entire minute. Yeah, on a five k. Because when you, I mean, when you're running thirteen fifty, you don't get there because you're running twenty miles a week. No, yeah, no, you're doing a lot. You're of, you're lot busting your ass, mm. and at that point, you know, unless you're seventeen, if you're seventeen years old or mm. eighteen, I could see dropping a minute. From you like know. yeah, your, yeah, yeah. From like your freshman year of college yeah, or something. At twenty years of age, yeah. 20, 21 years of age. Yeah, uh, I mean, stranger things have happened. Who knows? But I, I think the list of people who have dropped a minute off their five k time at that age and then missed three tests from WADA are really small because <laughs> you're right. probably fucking dope to the gills. So yeah, but, you, yeah. You, he, again, he didn't he didn't actually pop positive, but all of these things creates that level of uh suspicion to think that you're hiding something dude yeah you're not something's not yeah. something's not right yeah so he will be he'll be eligible to run uh when he is 27 we'll see what so happens there 
So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we wonder if we'll hear from him again. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Other than our awards ceremony. When we <laughs> but I'm pissed at him. He didn't show up for our interview. No, prick. I felt like we had a strong connection. We had some yes, yeah. good back channeling and... We had and, some and reps going in between. We so so this, dodging, this dodging of tests kind of leads into the next part um, okay. about like it's really kind of easy to not get caught, especially in Spain. I mean, in Spain, it's ridiculous. Mm. So and we talked before about their lax protocols and how mm. they would drag their feet about notifying people. So. Like there, there's like a year window where you have to notify somebody and what they have done in the past is with like three days to go, they will send them a notification through the snail mail. Okay. So by the time it gets to the person, it's after the year is up. So like, well, it's too late. Yeah. Who cares? We're done. Um, and WADA has started to come down on, on, on them about that. But this is from, uh, this is from the cycling world and, I mean, the cycling doping and running doping are not drastically different. It's a lot of the same drugs because it's an endurance-based sport. Yes. Um, you know, but from – so from bicycling.com, it says, The report from the Civil Guards Public Health and Doping Section of the Central Unit suggests that riders in Spain know they have a window of time to allow their bodies to clear doping substances before the doping control officers can show up because they can – because they do not carry out testing at night or during weekends. And we and 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 go back, Tommy. EPO is out of your system in like two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. So it's it says here. So why not start testing at all hours? Privacy laws in Spain conveniently prohibit doping controls at athletes' homes between 11 p.m. and 6 a.m. In some cases, that's a window of time that's just long enough to clear certain drugs from the system. Another area of concern for anti-doping authorities is the requirement for samples to be sent to sent for analysis within 48 hours of being taken. This creates issues for countries with limited access to accredited laboratories. So basically, like... If you get if you're in Spain and you get tested on a Thursday morning, mm-hmm. it's probably not making it to their lab in time to get tested. So they're like, "Oops, yeah, I can't." Yeah, that was another thing. Yeah, like, yeah. So from Thursday to Sunday, it's game on. Yeah. they do whatever the fuck they want. You know, <laughs> um, and it's 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 just nuts to me. I mean, like, and another little bylaw in their in their Spain's. Uh, in this, in the Spain, is that women have to be in the kitchen? No, they're they're oh. they're they doping control laws. They take siestas from three p.m. to six p.m. in the afternoon. You can't test during that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I mean, it's. I'm not surprised this guy went from Morocco to Spain because when you yeah. look at that, yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, well, it's Morocco is close to Spain. There is yeah, some, true, some true. of that, yeah. You know, um, um, migration, if you will. And but, I don't know what the, what it's like in Spain versus Morocco. Is Spain a country where you're better off living than Morocco? I have no idea. Um, I wouldn't mind spending three months in each country to find out and not really work and just do those siestas from three to six. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, but, eating paella. Yeah. Drinking yeah. some red wine on the old Mediterranean. I mean, yeah, it would be nice to find. But it's 
Let's start a GoFundMe for that, Tommy. Yeah, let's do that. That that'd be good. I'm gonna let's just dope up the gills. We'll you know, see what see what happens. We'll start breaking some age group records, and somebody will. You might piss some people off. Yeah, call Wada on us. I don't know. You might piss some people off if you start breaking yeah. age group records. All right, so I got we got one other thing. Um, this is coming from that marathon with the pineapple guy, the Zurich de Silva marathon. Am I saying that right? The Zurich part I got. Zurich, Zurich. Se- Sevilla. Sevilla, thank you, Marathon. Mm-hmm. Okay. This person, Rafaela Francesca of Portugal. Good job. Th- thank you. Good job, Goldfish. Ran two hours, 40 minutes, and 28 seconds. Not a bad time. They're a Masters runner. They were sixth in the Masters that category. Is nuts. How yes. old is he? Oh, he? No, no. It's not a he. Oh, <laughs> That's a she. Pardon me. I'm she ran sorry. 240, 28, and was Here sixth. I am like, no woman could run and, that far. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Rafaela. Oh my God. And Can't then there's it. Ivan Zerko from Honduras. That man ran 223, 43. Again, a master's runner. Only finished eighth. He finished eighth in the master's category. Wow. Not overall in the master's category. Dude. 223 and you're over 40. You get fucking shit out. Like, no. That's, now, That's... Okay, we go back to uh, Miss Fon- Fonseca. She ran 240. The U.S. trials is what, 238 to qualify? Yeah. And she's in her 40s? What? Wow. Jesus. What are we, what are we doing wrong? Oh, man, apparently we're not doing drugs in Spain. I don't know. That's crazy. What? I was you... trying to see if there was results. There, there are, and there's more. Like, um, it's such a fast race. It, it's it's ridiculous. What are we doing wrong here? Um. Well, I don't know. I think we don't care about running here. I don't know. Well, running stupid here. There's it, that. It is stupid. Um. Also, there's just so many other opportunities or avenues that. People can go to so they're not necessarily rely. You know, they got what soccer, bullfighting, and running. <laughs> you know, what? let's just drink beer and fuck this episode. Let's just end it. What do you think? Uh, okay. All right. That sounds good. I'm I'm still working my way through my first IPA. All right. We could end it early. Yeah. Fuck it. All right, um, Mo. I need to hear from you, man. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for fucking ghosting us. You little bitch. bitch. We did the jinx. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, Snotties. Don't forget to go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Facebook with the Snot Rocket Podcast. Um, also, definitely need to plug again. Uh, Tommy and I will be pacing the 152 half marathon at Shamrock this year. You might see us at the, um, at the expo at the Pacer booth. Come by and see us. Look We're going to do what? The, the, what? The patient? In public? Yeah. Fuck. We, get, we actually got to Okay. Do yeah. All right. Fine. Am I, am I, I think right? we can handle that. Can, can we bring beer there? I... I think I, we can do whatever the fuck we want. I, <laughs> no, we, no, no, we can't. No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to show up drunk. Fair enough. Got no. it. Got it. I'm hearing right. you. I'm hearing you, Andrew. You're I can read us. between the lines, You're going to get us kicked out. All right. Thanks for listening, Snotties. Peace out. The Snot Rocket Podcast is a Blair Court production. 
Listen, subscribe, and rate on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Like and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Snot Rocket Podcast.